Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything is a brand today. Uh, every personality is a brand, every athlete, every celebrity, every product, every corporation, uh, every movement, every religion, everything's a brand today. We do two things on the show. On Thursdays, we drop an interview with a big personality about their own personal brand. And this week, it's Boomer Siasen, uh, the NFL great, uh, host of the uh, leading talk show in New York on WFAN and with uh, Boomer Geo and one of the co-hosts of the NFL Today on CBS and one of the best guys around. I love Boomer. We're going to talk to him about football and politics and his son uh, and a lot of other uh, fun stuff. And what we do today on Tuesdays when this is dropping is we do our brands of the week. These are the brands that are up, that are down, who's shaping the zeitgeist. Let's get right into it. First up, a brand all over the place for Trump. Obviously, mostly a brand down for all the obvious reasons. Uh, new Maris poll, a majority of Americans want Trump to drop out of the 2024 presidential race. And NPR Maris poll finds 56% of Americans think Trump should drop out of the 2024 presidential race, given this indictment by a Florida grand jury. 43% should have continued to run. On the flip side, uh, according to a Harvard CPS Harris poll, 53% of total respondents would support a pardon of Trump in the interest of natural un- national unity. So people pretty much wanted to just go away. Like, don't run. But if you do get indicted and you are, we still, we kind of, we don't want to even see the whole circus. Just pardon them. Just go, go, goodbye. Uh, and that's our latest on Trump. But still maintains his new lead, according to Messenger Harris poll. Garners a whopping 53% among Republican presidential primary voters. Farrell pacing his closest rival, Santos, is 17%. You know, that's all fine and good, but he just, he ain't winning a general election. So if I'm a Democrat, I still want him running. You know, I said this on Morning Joe this morning. I show me the one swing voter who left him and is going to go back to him. I'm sorry. None of the independent voters, none of the swing voters, none of the suburban voters, they ain't voting for him. This Since he lost six elections in a row, ostensibly since winning 2016, either his back candidates or in the midterms have all, all lost um, for the most part. Uh, and since that losing streak, he has had an insurrection on his hands. He's had two, two indictments, a third coming. Uh, I don't see people going back to Trump. So he can lead all he want Republican polls. He ain't winning a general election. One more thing for Trump, just as true grifter as he is, uh, after his indictment last week, uh, he went to a Miami restaurant, a Cuban restaurant, and said he was going to buy food for everybody. He said, uh, food for everyone, but the supporters only to leave the restaurant without picking up the tab. That is, that's Trump. That's it in a nutshell. You could not have found a more perfect little, little microcosm. Um, Brand TBD for Joe Biden. Now, things to look, the economy is going the right direction. His poll numbers are still not good, but I've said many times on the show, if you grade him on his accomplishments, it's been a very, very successful, productive presidency. But he said did a, a, a little stupid thing last week at the end of his speech. He said something, God save the queen, man. Like, where did that come from? Like, that's the kind of, you know, people are just so concerned with his age everywhere. And when he does things like God save the queen or trips or, and that's the scary part over the next 16 months. Are we going to see more God save the queen? And his age is showing. There's no question about it. He's an eight-year-old man, as most 80-year-old men age shows. But when you start to say things like God save the queen, that's, as I said, in the scheme of things, it's not a big deal, but all these things aggregate start to just get people concerned uh, just of his age. It's just there's not a person you talk to, even the biggest Biden supporters that just don't get concerned about his age. On the flip side, uh, huge brand up for Gavin Newsom, uh, the governor of California. He was on uh, Hannity last week. And if you didn't see it, see a clip of it. It was an example. It was a perfect example of how a Democrat 
needs to counterpunch. Every time that uh, Hanley had some fact, Newsom had a fact to refute it. Uh, he was well-versed. He was fast. He was quick. He was punching. He was fighting. Uh, and it was a great show for him. It was a, a very seminal moment for Gavin Newsom. This was the first time you kind of really saw his act. You had to be impressed with it. And I think that one's going to go down in history. His kind of, he really won, I don't want to say it was a debate, but <clears throat> he really had Hannity on the ropes. No matter what Hannity threw at him, he just had the facts to, to counterpunch it. Um, Brand up for the economy, brand down for economic anxiety. Uh, this is really interesting. Uh, University of Michigan latest consumer survey released Friday said people are feeling upbeat. The university's preliminary reading for June showed the customer sentiment, consumer sentiment rose 8% from the prior month, reflecting, quote unquote, greater optimism as inflation ease and policymakers resolve the debt ceiling crisis. So, you know, you've seen a lot of lagging indicators talking about, you know, right track, wrong track, how people feel about the economy. Yet the economy is strong in every measure. And maybe this is it's going to start to show in the polls because inflation is cooled. Job numbers are great. Manufacturing numbers are great. Unemployment numbers are great. So hopefully, and this is maybe a free a, a, a first precursor, consumer confidence numbers are going to start to show. We'll see. Uh, this is, I've done a lot on the show about remote working and how it sucks. Remote worker productivity, brand down. This is amazing. One in seven remote workers or even having sex or shopping instead of clocking a full day of survey shows, survey of a thousand U.S.-based remote workers, said this is what's going on while people are remote, quote-unquote, working from home. Multitasking include 10% of mid to midday sex, 12% who drink on company time, other non-work-related activities including 72% who did household chores, 37% who ran errands, 24% who took a power nap, and 23% who went to the doctor. This is what's going on during a workday. Now, obviously, even when people at work, sometimes people take off to go to a doctor or they run errands and things like that. But but this is crazy. Uh, 70% shopped online, 53% watched movies, and 32% planned a trip. Just just incredible. Um, while most work from home, 14% prefer reporting to a local coffee shop, while 12% go to a friend's house. These are the people still working from home, but not from literally home, going to a friend's house or working in a coffee shop. But the headline is the extra career activities resulted in one seven employees logging just three to four hours of actual work, according to the survey. It is not a productive way for a workforce to work to work from home in your underwear. Brand up from the high flight from the a what's called the magnificent seven stocks. You know, all throughout time we get these handles on stocks. You had the Fang stocks that were hot for a few years. They're still hot. They're part of what I'm talking about now. The brick stocks, the the nifty fifty in the seventies. Well, there are seven stocks. This is amazing. I want you to hear this: Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, Nvidia, Tesla, and Meta that have accounted for 90% of the S&P gains in this past year. 90% of the gains coming from those seven stocks. They had a Magnificent Seven. I think Jim Cramer was the one who gave it the, the handle, the Magnificent Seven. I'm not sure. I love Jim, so I'm going to give him credit, but I don't know if he's the first one to put it out there, but he's been but he's been really using that name, Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. So the Magnificent Seven, there are seven stocks accounting for 90% of all the gains in the S&P. That's kind of amazing. Uh, 
uh, brand up for baby boomers social media stars. In 2014, only 21% of baby boomers were on social media. Now that's doubled to 45%. And now the creator economy is worth $250 billion and could double in size to $480 billion. They are grandfluencers, they're calling them. Um, four friends from Palm Springs, known as the Old Gays, on TikTok have 11 million followers. Jabani worked with 74-year-old Lynn Davis, whose cooking videos have attracted 15.7 million. So the old geezers, geezers like me, have caught up and they're starting to make some noise on social media. This is a very concerning uh, brand down for AI voice clones. And for any parent out, this is important. Generative AI is making voice scams easier to behave. Basically, there's AI tools now that you can get Three seconds, for instance, if you could get three seconds of my child's voice, pick it up from one of their social media things, you could create, you could type in, you could call me and start typing in things like, daddy, I'm lost, daddy, I'm lost, in their voice. You, you can use, you can clone their voice and say, please send me $100, I'm lost and I can't get home. And this is scams everywhere, ripping people off for money. You should have a, a, a deal with your kid that there should be a password code. That anytime supposedly they're calling you, they're in trouble, they're going to use a certain word. And if they're not using that word, it's not them on the phone. But this is going to be rampant. And in so many ways, AI is going to be destructive. Obviously, it's going to be constructive, but so many ways. But these AI phone scams of people calling home, using your kid's voice and typing in whatever they want to type in, that will come out as your kid's voice. And that's really scary stuff. Um, brand down, another huge brand down for AI. This is kind of scary. 42% of CEOs at a conference said AI could destroy humanity in five to 10 years. This Many top business leaders are seriously, seriously concerned. A large percent of CEOs surveyed at the Yale CEO Summit this week said AI has a potential to destroy humanity five to 10 years from now. 34% of CEOs said AI could destroy it in 10 years. Additional 8% said in five years. Uh, they said the potential catastrophe AI is over. Well, 42% of CEOs said a potential catastrophe is overstated. But a lot of CEOs very concerned, and I've talked a lot of times, we, we could go on for hours and hours, of what AI could do in a destructive way. And almost half the CEOs of conference said it could literally, their words were destroy humanity. It's a little concerning. We uh, we touched on last week, Pat Sajak, obviously a huge brand up, 41 years retiring host as, uh, as the host of Wheel of Fortune. But I want to give you some other record holders for game show hosts and their tenors. This is interesting. Alex Trebek, the late great Alex Trebek, 37 years on Jeopardy. Bob Barker, the price is right, 35 years. Monty Hall, Monty, Monty, Monty. Let's make a deal, 22 years. Gene Rayburn. The match game, which I was on in 1980. Yes, I was a contestant. Won $5,000 on the super match with Gene Rayburn, you know, with the long microphone, 20 years. So just a little homage to uh, some long-running game show hosts. Of course, the record is Pat Sajak at 41. Huge brand down for Harry and, and Meghan Merkel, uh, Prince Harry. I mean, their podcast is not coming back for a second season. They're not getting the full $20 million payoff from Spotify. It's been They've been a disaster. They've just come across as unlikable. Uh, Bill Simmons, the sportscaster who's one of Spotify's biggest stars, said they fucking, he called them the fucking grifters. That's the podcast we should have launched them with. And look, they went after the royal family. They did it for exploitive reasons. They are incredibly unlikable at this point, and their brand is about as sober as a brand can be these days. Huge brand up for Major League Baseball. It's on it. The rule, the new rules, which have kind of put a clock on the pitcher and the batters, uh, made bigger bases. Well, it seems to be working. Uh, attendance is up six point eight percent. Ratings are up seven percent. 
The average game is down from three hours and five minutes to two hours and 37 minutes. That's a 15% drop in game time. It's a faster game. It's a better game. Sometimes change is good. Often change is good. And here change is good. So a big brand up for major players. Another nice thing that's happened in major league baseball is parity. Of the all the top spending teams, not one spent top spending team, which is the Yankees, which is the Mets, which is the Padres, the Phillies, uh, the Dodgers, not one of them would be in is in first place right now, or even in second place. A couple of them would make the playoffs, but none of and teams like the Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays and the Pittsburgh Pirates, very small market teams, are in first place, and that's a really good thing for baseball, also. Um, Brand up for liquor in general. Spirits, liquor, hard liquor, or just liquor, you know, vodka, rum, you know, tequila, has now has a bigger market share of the drinking market than beer. For the first time ever, 42.1% of all drinks are liquor versus 41.9 beer. That's the first time that's ever happened. And just a little sidebar, you know, the number one selling beer for the first time, it's not Bud Light, it's Modelo. Modelo, that's right, Mexican beer. I don't know, or the beer that is from Mexico or however you, you term that, it is uh, on fire. And God, who would have thought that? So that's a big brand up for Modelo. Uh, brand up for UPS. Yes, UPS, those brown trucks. Well, guess what? In the year 2023, they're finally putting air conditioning in those trucks, 93,000 delivery trucks with air conditioners following a surge of driver complaints. This is going to affect 340,000 drivers. And I say this, if you make people wear brown uniforms, even if they're in shorts, give them air conditioning. So finally, good news for UPS and their workers. You would think they trucks would be air conditioning in this day and age. It's not like kind of a, a big add-on air conditioning. It pretty much comes standard in all cars, but there you go. And finally, a brand up to a big personal favorite of mine. Tina Louise, that's right, from Gilgan's Island. She's uh, she's filed suit against Warner Brothers. They have an iconic TV character, Ginger Grant. They've released a doll along with other uh, Gilgan's Island dolls. Funko was released, a $12 doll, and they're not paying for her likeness. How do you not pay Tina Louise? I love Tina Louise. And by the way, if it's ever a question of Tina Louise, Tina, I mean of... Uh, uh, what was her name on the show? Uh, Ginger versus Marianne. She was Ginger, of course. We vote for Ginger every time over Marianne. Not that we don't love Marianne, but that's one of the great debates over all time. If you had to go on a date, I don't know if you saw, we don't always say if you had to go on a date, but I'm going to say for the show, if you had to go on a date, who would it be? Ginger, Marianne. And so I always say thumbs up for Tina Louise. And those are our brands of the week. Remember to tune in Thursday for our interview with Boomer Sison, the great Boomer Sison. Remember to rate review and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts apple spotify anyplace else and we'll see you next time on our brand thanks for listening